Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too. Hello and welcome back to episode three, season two of A Lucky Life. And I can't wait for this episode. I actually prepped a lot of stuff for you guys. So let's get right into it. You know the drill by now. I'm going to pull an oracle card to kind of give me a message for the next week and what I need to know. Okay. Break free. You're being asked to, I get this one a lot. You're You're being asked to break free from the tribe in order to live your authentic life. This isn't easy, but it's very necessary if you're going to share your true self with others. Be brave, be real, be you, and trust that those who love you will always be there for you. Okay, I love that one, and I'm going to take the microphone out of the stand now. I just needed to do that for the the card pull. Okay. Also, I had a cup of coffee today, and I don't know how you guys drink it all the time. Like, I don't ever drink coffee, probably because I already have enough energy for the rest of the world. I should share some, but it just makes me, like, feel gross and jittery. I only had one today because I was a little bit low energy, and plus I wanted to go to the bathroom, and sometimes that coffee helps. So anyways, yeah, feeling a little, like weird today not nauseous not like I don't know just like off um anyways so that was a good card and really really applicable to obviously everything that I stand for right now um and it's a good important reminder I posted a video today that I'm I was excited to share because it's a little bit different than what I normally post and as you guys know I am trying to rebrand and post more content that I'm really excited about and more content that I feel really is more aligned with me and who I am becoming um so I was a little nervous to post it but I'm excited and I'm proud of myself and now I'm kind of like you know fielding some of the negativity which is classic um and here's the thing I said this last time and I'll say it again I really want to not worry and block out the noise from people who followed me expecting you know to always get the same thing out of me like I this happened and I'm trying to use my platform for what I want to use my platform for instead of what everyone who already follows me wants me to use my platform for and I need to be okay with there being people out there who don't like my new content um so yeah that's a really good reminder to be brave be real, be me, and block out that noise. And it again goes along with the message that I wanted to really talk about today anyway. So I will go back and answer that last question though from last episode. If you were listening, I did, I answered a few questions from fans on Instagram And there was one question that I said I would come back to this time because I like just couldn't think on the spot of an answer. So I wrote a few out 
few answers out and I did kind of cheat a little bit. I had a couple that came to my mind, but I was like, let me see, like, let me go to Reddit and like see what other people say today to this question because I, I found it interesting. I picked some that I liked and then made them my own. So as we all do when we are plagiarizing, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. So it, the question is something you believed in when you were younger that you learned now not to be true. And the thing that came to my head was so stupid because it's like so not clever and creative at all. But like I like Santa Claus, but you guys have no idea how badly I wanted to believe in Santa Claus, like little Megan. And honestly, I wasn't even that little as embarrassing as this is. I was like in middle school and I really was like, fighting my friends that he was real like my friends like I heard the rumors but like I had to ask my mom I remember being in bed one night like reading with my mom and being like mom can you please tell me the truth like is Santa Claus real or is it you and dad like all my friends are at school are trying to tell me and I just need to know the truth like I'm old enough now like I can handle it and my mom's like okay like do you really want to know and I was like yes (laughs) And like she told me and I she was like I was like okay thank you for telling me and then like we went on reading and I like pulled myself under the covers and started crying like I was so like silently crying because I was so upset that Santa Claus wasn't real um sorry I forgot to give a disclaimer if you're listening and you still believe in Santa Claus I'm so sorry he is real (laughs) um go back to living in ignorance is bliss because it really is bliss and I was very sad to learn that truth so what are some other things that I thought were true? And also I saw this one on like online somewhere that I totally agree with. Someone said like, oh, like when you turned a light on in your car at night when you were driving that they thought it was illegal. I totally did. My parents were like, would make that seem like the end of the world if we did that. And it was like a huge deal. So I definitely believe that. Um, I also, this one I, I randomly thought of, I don't know if this is a common thing, but I used to think that if you swallowed your bubble gum, it would live, like stay down there for seven years. I don't know if that's true or not. I, I still, I I thought that as a kid and I, I have never looked into disproving that. So I'm not sure. Um, another thing is that I just thought of right now is that if you swallow like a black watermelon seed, that a watermelon will grow inside of you. I, I believed that to be true. Um, now for the more, serious ones that are like more subjective I guess okay so I definitely used to believe that my worth was tied and measured in and by my productivity I'm still on learning that one that one is hard so I definitely felt that as a kid um I also am unlearning the fact that happiness I believed happiness came from experiences and external things and people um and that is also not true and I'm unlearning that and these are all things that we talk about on the podcast uh, what else um oh yeah here's a good one and this is I learned a lot about in life coaching and I'm still learning about um taking responsibility equals blame those two things are not the same when something happens to you in your life and it might not it might not always be your fault but you have the power and the responsibility over doing something about it. And sometimes I feel like we feel blame when we should feel responsibility for our lives. And it doesn't 
allow us to change our circumstances when it should be more of an empowering thing to take responsibility and control over your life. Um, so I think that was a misconception that I've grown up with. And then finally, this is a big one. Um, I believed that boundaries were like a barrier to true intimacy and real connection. And that is one of the biggest ones that I'm unlearning. It's very hard for me to set boundaries. And that's another thing that I'm going to get into a little bit later. So that is the long drawn out answer to that question. And let's see what's next on my agenda for the day. I wanted to talk about the Monday night football beer chug that I did because I forgot to last time. So if you didn't see, you can look on my Instagram, MegLucky53. I, after the whole US Open thing, and yes, this is a US Open sweatshirt that I am wearing. Okay, um, it's cute. And I couldn't return it because I was cold. So it's mine now and I'm going to wear it. Anyways, um, this ESPN Instagram um, Monday Night Football thing happened and it was so cool and awesome that it happened and it was after a few days went by after the video I posted about the US Open and how like you know it didn't happen and I was okay with it and that I was open to going to another sport one day and bringing that same fun loving energy that the US Open didn't want this year and a few days later, a, like a few things wild were happening. And I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm going to regret like saying these things one day, but I don't think so. Like, this is just my truth. And you guys know that I want to be authentic and honest with you. So that's what I'm going to do. So, uh, sports center slid into my DMS a couple days later. Yes. You heard that right. 37 million followers sports center ESPN slid into my dms and basically we're like we want to take you to the monday night football game and like recreate some kind of beer chug moment and i was like i'm not kidding you i was right here i was i literally dropped my phone to the floor and i was like holy shit holy shit holy shit and i started pacing around the room like oh my god i cannot believe this is happening like sports center just slid into my dms and it was like right after i was like totally cool with like okay like I'm going to put beer girl to rest right now. Not like forever, but I'm, I'm okay with, I'm at peace with this and I'm moving forward. I'm rebranding. I'm moving on. And like, whatever happens happens. And I swear that's always when things happen in life. Like that's always when like the best things that you've wanted to happen, like at a certain point. And then when you give up and like you're unattached to them, that's when they happen. I swear to God, when you want a relationship or when you don't want a relationship anymore is when you get one. It's like, it's anyways it's with the way the universe works so I was pacing around the room and I was like oh my god what the fuck like sports center like wants to bring me to a Monday night football game like the NFL aka the NFL the sport that I have been watching since I was a little girl like dreaming about being a part of in some way like I wanted to work for the NFL I wanted to like be involved and now like they were like ESPN wants to bring me to a game so I was like, um, hell yes. I literally said, hell yes. And they're like, we'll get back to you with details like later this week. And I shared my email with them and everything. 
So like a few days went by and I was kind of like, I hadn't like heard from them and I was like freaking out because I was like, I didn't want to get my hopes up too high, but I was also like, this is such a cool opportunity. I don't care what comes out of it, but like, this is so fun. And also no offense to tennis. Like I like tennis, but the US Open, the first time that video went viral, that was the first US Open and tennis tournament I'd ever attended. NFL has been a part of my life forever (laughs) and not to say like I like I played tennis growing up but I just it's it's more aligned with me if this makes any sense like I love football so I was so excited and they finally got back to me and we're like okay like we have no idea what the scale is going to be we don't know if it's going to be on the jumbotron but like we'll do like ESPN socials we'll do something and we'll have a moment and we'll bring you to this game and I was like okay that's awesome so I was freaking out I was so excited I went I had the best time it was just a cute little moment that they picked a random fan to beer chug with me his name is Joe and he is amazing we bonded and now we're buddies and he truly like what a great human being and I'm really lucky to have met him and have had them choose him because he he and I are, are buddies now and I I had a great experience and, and now it's a great memory and now I have this new connection because of it. And I, I got to go to Monday Night Football through ESPN. And like they posted the moment, right? And they posted it on TikTok and Instagram. And this was such a like an interesting I was just analyzing. It was such an interesting experience because I saw all of the comments. I didn't like read all of them, obviously, <laughs> but you know, like took a took a peek. Even though I sometimes re- regret doing that, but I'm getting away better, just like letting them roll off my back, whatever. So, I took a peek at the comments on the TikTok video, and I took a comment or I took a peek at the comment on the on the, the comments on Instagram. It was so night and day. Like, the comments on Instagram were so much nastier and more negative than the comments on TikTok. And I, like, my boyfriend's like, oh, I wonder if that's, like, a generational thing. And partly maybe, but also just the platforms itself are so different in the sense that, like, one of them feels so much more positive, real, and authentic. To me, at least, that's my experience with it, TikTok. And then the other one is feels so much more, like, negative and hateful and like comparative and just like there's so many other like just trolls there's so much so much more negativity on Instagram I feel than on TikTok and it was just so apparent in the same video that was posted on TikTok versus Instagram and a lot of the criticism on Instagram was so like stupid and unfounded first of all as usual, people commenting on my boobs, which is so just like, just, you know, oh, you lose a little faith in humanity sometimes, but I get it, whatever. So that was a big uh, comment on Instagram and also people just being like, get over it. It's not the same feel. Like, what do you want from me? What do you guys want from me? If ESPN said, hey, let's do this chug off with this person and have some fun with it you're telling me you would say no and like you guys are all like film film a beer chug in your like bedroom and post it like 
you i can't please you i can't please any of you you guys are so picky it's crazy so i was just trying to have fun and like give the people what they wanted and say yes to espn you would do it too i don't want to hear this i don't want to hear that bullshit okay it was a lot of fun and it just was interesting to note people on tiktok i love you guys and it was so fun to to watch and to see that so anyways i'm gonna move on now because i've already been talking about that for too long now next next topic so like i said i just posted a new video in my rebranding era on instagram of a me day that i had yesterday and in this me day i decided to create a dream book a manifestation book and a vision board if you will so i went to barnes and nobles i got some magazines i got a notebook said notebook right here if you're watching on youtube and i created i cut out a bunch of images and words that inspired me and made me want to made me excited about my future and like gave me like images and ideas and helps me figure out like really who I want to be and like who I am um, and it motivates me and it was so much fun like I have been meaning to do this for a long time I feel like this was a project I used to do in like when I was a kid and it was a lot of fun here's the finished product I'm going to put a little picture or video in the YouTube if you can't see it if you're listening you can check it out on my Instagram page but basically I cut out a bunch of stuff some of the high level I have this one big one that says money in the bank because <laughs> we're manifesting that shit baby um, we, we also have words that say happy love there's a little quote that says she built an empire there's a woman doing yoga Pamela Anderson one of my faves who I also forgot to mention last time that she is someone I also look up to and inspires me um, there's some girls looking cute, frolicking, being friends, some chic fashion, city girl vibes, but also like farm life and nature and adventure vibes, outdoor vibes there. There's, uh, this was one of my favorite things. I like cut a few different, I don't know if you can see that, that was horrible. Okay. <laughs> um, but there was this little part that says she's a wildly successful and then I cut a bunch of different like words uh, and professions out author speaker entrepreneur youtuber tiktok star feminist philanthropist um so I thought those were all things that I would aspire to be one day I also cut out feminist trailblazer podcast stuff followers I'm this quote I'm learning who I am I want to be sexy music love books authenticity truthfulness per personal growth self-knowledge cities there's this funny one that i found that says multi-dimensional it was like about an eyeshadow but i was like i am multi-dimensional and i loved being creative and having this outlet and i i genuinely feel inspired like i genuinely feel motivated and excited about my future I also cut out this quote that says a beautiful book that will benefit everyone because I want to write a book that is beautiful and that will benefit everyone one day. And I want to be able to look back on this and see how far I've come hopefully one day. So, um, 
that was the first two pages of this manifestation book. And this activity was partially inspired by a book I'm reading. So let's get into now my book of the week because I love it and I really hope that you guys check it out. It's called The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. I have a couple notes in there for you guys. So it's called The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, a fable about fulfilling your dreams and reaching your destiny. And honestly, it's really giving me The Alchemist vibes. If you guys have read The Alchemist, um, it's really good. And it's completely filled with so many nuggets of wisdom that everybody needs and it, it it's done in a cute storytelling way that makes it more relatable because it's this man who was a former uh lawyer litigator who had a heart attack and went to i think india and reset his entire life and comes back looking so much 10 years younger and way more full of life and abundance and energy. And then he is um, impressing upon his friend who used to be a lawyer with him or who, who still is a lawyer, all of the lessons that he learned while he was away and rejuvenating himself in his life. So there's a lot of powerful lessons in this book. And one of them, I'll read you this little excerpt because it was inspiring and it made me want to make this book it says go out and buy a journal a cheap coil notepad will do call this your dream book and fill it with all your desires objectives and dreams get to know yourself and what you are all about and the student the friend says don't I already know myself and then the teacher goes most people don't they have never taken the time to know their strengths their weaknesses their hopes their dreams the Chinese define image in these terms there are three mirrors that form a person's reflection. The first is how you see yourself. The second is how others see you. And the third mirror reflects the truth. Know yourself, John. Know the truth. Then it says, divide your dream book into separate sections for goals relating to the different areas of your life. For example, you may ha might have sections for your physical fitness goals, your financial goals, your personal empowerment goals, your relationship and social goals, and perhaps most importantly, your spiritual goals. Then it goes on to say, another particularly effective technique I learned is to fill your dream book with pictures of the things you desire and images of people who have cultivated the abilities, talents, and qualities that you hope to emulate. So that is something I wanted to start off by doing and it definitely inspired me to take action. And it also goes on to talk about how important it is to have these things written down and how profound of an impact it makes to write your goals and dreams down. And people take that for granted and they don't do that. Like they just are like, oh, like I can't make that big of a difference. But it really does make a difference. I'm, and why not? What's, what's the harm in trying? Um, so then I'm, I'm just realizing now I'm not going to have time to go through everything. So next time I will go through another section that I, I, I wrote a bunch of affirmations down that I. I've been writing 10 affirmations or so for the last four months, not every day, but like 
I would say once a week. I've been, and sometimes multiple times a week, but doesn't matter. For the last like four months or so, I, I write 10 different affirmations once a week. And so now that I have my own dream book and own manifestation book, I decided to take, I, I went back through all my old affirmations for over the last four months. And I, I saw which ones were repeated the most. I saw which ones were the most prominent to me and like felt the most, I felt the most strongly about. And I made 10 fresh ones that kind of encapsulate all the ones that I had been writing for the last four months that I feel like are the most me. And it was actually really interesting to see which ones were consistent and how those have shaped me over the last four months. And so now I'm going to stick with these 10 that I've created from the four months of affirmations that I've been collecting basically. So next week I'll go through those. I also have a list because in this, and I don't even know if I should say this, but in that, in the excerpt I just read, it said it's important to know yourself well and know your strengths and weaknesses and dreams. And so later on in the book, it talks about weaknesses and how those weaknesses, knowing those weaknesses is actually a really powerful and important tool to better yourself and become the best version of yourself by acknowledging your weaknesses and like genuinely working on them. So I took the time to write out my, what I thought were my five biggest weaknesses. So next time I'll go through those two lists and tell you how I plan on working on all five of those weaknesses. And I'll read a little excerpt from the book next week. But um, yeah, I feel like that's enough and I'll wrap it up. But thanks guys for listening. And I'm really excited about the future. Go and make your own manifestation dream book and let me know how it goes. Love you guys. Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too.